What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Right, it's another holiday edition of the Beyond the Void Horror Podcast, guys. Ho, ho, ho. We're just knocking them out of the park. We're going to do another week next week of a couple of movies, too. And today, we're actually going to be doing our grave plots with a Christmas twist. Holiday edition. Yeah, <laughs> holiday edition. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be doing the great plots here in a little bit, but um, how have you been? Good. <clears throat> yeah? Have you been doing anything uh, seasonal? <laughs> Holidays? Doing anything seasonal? Christmas? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, no. Not really, I guess. I mean, just like the usual shit. Just decorating shit at work and getting ready for the holidays at work and work parties and work and more work and work and work, 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 and I hate everything. <laughs> but no, it's good. I'm just getting ready for my anniversary next week. Oh, yeah. So, yay. Booyah. That's pretty good. So how many years? Six, right? No. What is it? Well, we've been uh, married for three years. But you've been together for six. For four. Oh, am I really off? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I, like I can't even keep skin. track of where I'm at, what day of the That's week okay. it is. Really. Mouse has to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> I know our wedding anniversary, but I don't know like our dating anniversary. Like I always forget. Yeah, Christina's the one that knows yeah. that. Mouse knows that yeah. shit. Well, it's reverse for us. Yeah. I'm the girl and I should know, but I don't. Actually, I think she even remembers like when we first started dating. So does Mouse. Because we count that one, too. Yeah, so does Mouse. We don't celebrate it, but you know. <laughs> yeah, here's a candy bar shut the I'm fuck up I'm fucking retarded with that stuff so I'm like I I did you know I remember the wedding day but it's on my finger so it's kind of hard to forget it so I'm <laughs> like that's why I put it there <laughs> by the way guys just so you know for this Thursday we're going to be talking about two movies we're going to be talking about The Saint or Sint, Sint or Saint Nick it was called Saint Nick in North America it was called Saint in Europe and then it was called Sint in like it's native Netherlands. Yeah, Netherlands. So, but and we're also going to be talking about a cadaver Christmas. Yes, which was a pretty interesting flick. Not terrible. Don't want to don't want to divulge too much now, but just wanted to give you guys a heads up in case you guys wanted to watch them. Um, I think you have to in order to watch the Saint movie, you actually have to type in Amazon like English dubbed after the word Saint after Saint. And then you'll find a copy. You have to rent it. That's what we had to do on Amazon. Yeah. But A Cadaver Christmas, however, is actually with Prime. So you can watch that if you have a Prime membership, or you can rent it, too. Or Which everybody should have a Prime membership at this point. I, yeah. 
you don't want to pay for it for a full year, you can get it by the month for eleven dollars. Well, they're saying like it's the guy who owns Amazon is like the richest man in the world right now. I don't know how he wouldn't be. <laughs> Literally fifty fucking percent of Black Friday shopping was done on Amazon through Amazon. Yeah, this that's year. pretty. Im- insane which last year and like the years prior it was not even close to that it was like 20 percent or something and this year it was 50 fucking percent next year is probably going to be like 75 right because nobody wants to deal with fucking crowds and crazy people anymore and i don't blame them because you can get whatever the fuck you want on amazon and then you get it in two days for free because you have prime right so i feel sorry for the people who work there but at the same time i don't because then they get more jobs they open all these job opportunities and we have the big fulfillment center here that a bunch of our friends that's what i'm saying we're all going to be working in warehouses and then by that time then we'll be robots they make pretty decent money and it's like it sucks (laughs) that yeah they got to work like 50 60 hours a week but hey i do that already so (laughs) (laughs) yeah with everything that you do right i fucking uh, i gotta deal with sick people that's the difference right so i think it might be that time Brittany. Yeah, motherfucker. Horseshit! All right, guys. So we're back and we're going to be doing our horse shots today. We're going to be basing this, as we always do, off of one of the movies that we watched. We usually try to. Or both, if it fits. But... Yeah, if we can mix them together. But I'm kind of enjoying just picking one and making it for it. It's more... It works better that way. I think so. Like, if someone's actually a fan of the movie, they might actually really appreciate that instead of mixing two because it's like, well, yeah. like, I don't like that other movie. And sometimes we literally can't think of anything else to do for the other movies. So right. It just works out. Oh, and, <laughs> and by God, man, you guys, <laughs> the shot that we're going to be doing today, we're not looking forward to by any means. This is going to be the equivalent of the... Uh, fucking marty party shot yeah pretty much which was fucking this awful. might i don't know this is stronger this is probably gonna be worse um so, so it's nice one of the y'all. movies that we're watching is called a, a cadaver's christmas and in the movie there's a character by the name of tom who's this drunk guy throughout the entire movie and my man without <laughs> ruining it he has a special secret flask of never-ending liquid of alcohol that he drinks throughout the entire thing. I don't know about you guys, but I can probably drink a flask in like a minute. But Yeah, that was like a big continuity issue I have with that but, story. I, I was mean, like, the, wait, what the fuck? There's so many continuity issues because well, that movie's yeah. so not realistic <laughs> at all. But we have Tom who makes this special serum and I don't ever divulge what is in his flask, but just knowing the character and kind of what he is, I kind of figured that we might just use bottom shelf liquors and mix like three together into one toxic case of horror shots for you guys. So we're going to be calling this one Tom's Special Sauce <laughs> from a Cadaver Christmas. So the ingredients in this disaster are regret. And we're not even we're not even going to tell you. You just want to get the the shittiest of each. So this is a cheap shot for you guys. You could just get any the shittiest of whatever you can. So we're using bottom shelf tequila, bottom shelf like rum, and bottom shelf whiskey. And you just put them all together, and you feel a lot better. I don't know about that. And also the uh, uh, final ingredient that we put in it was fruit punch also. That was was my request, y'all, because I was like, this is going to be disgusting. Help me out here. 
So you try to do one part of each, pretty much, if you can. The, the fruit juice is really just pointless. You don't have to do it. But we just tried to figure out what Tom would have in his drink. So I have a vagina, and I was like, no. <laughs> to Tom <laughs> and janitors worldwide. <laughs> we salute you. We salute you. <laughs> Cheers. That actually wasn't bad. I didn't like it. All right, well, it wasn't that bad. I just I think the anticipation freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hate it. <laughs> the Marty Party shot was fucking awful. I think what it is is the tequila we use is more of a tequila liqueur. It's like the uh, blue agave type. So that's what that's, was like. That's it. Yeah, that's it. We use uh, three amigos uh, for that, by the way, on our end. But you don't have to use three amigos. Just use the bottom shelf liquors because that's how Tom would want it, guys. Do Tom right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for the horse shots. Wait, but yeah. So wait, do you hear that shit? Yeah, do you hear that? What the fuck is that? The fuck? It's like it sounds like sleigh bells. Sleigh bells or some shit. <laughs> Oh my god! It's the fucking news! Here is the fucking news! So, if, for those of you that don't know, Santa had to get a part time job for, you know. He fell on hard times. Yeah. He's now working in the Amazon. He only works one center. day a year, guys. Give him a fucking break, right? Fuck. He works part time for Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just drops packages off. It's their delivery service is yeah. faster. Uh, anyway, help Santa. <laughs> anyway, help Santa. You can find the page at GoFundMe.com. So we got some interesting news here that uh, I wanted to bring up. Since we haven't done the news last week, we figured we'd give you a little extra this week. It's not much, but uh, but there are some pretty interesting things that have come out. Uh, one of them being. A real nice looking brand new spanking new reboot looking trailer <laughs> from uh, Day of the Dead Bloodline. Now, it is exactly what you think it is. It is not a third part of the Day of the Dead shitty series, in my opinion, uh, that they tried to spin off like they did Day of the Dead 2, Day of the Dead 3, and then like it had like Ving Rames in some of them, in some of them or whatever. But I like Ving Rames. I so. do too, but I just, those Let's movies just it. never, <laughs> never uh, got with me, those old ones. Uh, but they got a brand new one out. It's going to be about a small group of military personnel and survivalists dwelling in an underground bunker as they seek to find a cure in a world overrun with zombies. Does that sound familiar? No. Hmm. Wait. I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course well, it fucking sounds familiar. Technically, <laughs> this was not originally supposed to be a reboot, uh, but they are uh, technically doing a reboot. Uh, of this movie, it looks like it's hitting all the same notes. They even got like a, a bub-like character. If you guys haven't seen the trailer yet, you should. Uh, link is below. But it is going to be directed by Hector Hernandez Vicens, who is the writer and director of The Corpse of Anna Fritz. It's also going to be written by him and writer Lars Jacobson, who did Baby Blues in 2008. Also writer Mark Tondere, who also did Hush. He wrote and directed that movie, which is actually pretty good. The release date for this is going to be January 5th, 2018. So what did you think of the trailer, though? I had a 
big old fat lady boner like the entire time. <laughs> watching it, it looks gory. I was literally sitting here like, oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes. Now the acting doesn't does look, look like no, like the acting Oscar is winning kind of subpar at maybe a little better than subpar. Better, but, yeah, but, probably. Yeah, a lot of times I don't really give a fuck about that when like the action and the gore is decent. And the effects in this, just based off of the trailer, I am just jizz-worthy over it. Yeah, it's very Holy splattery, b- pukey, fucking gory. It looks amazing. One of the things uh, I did amazing. notice that didn't make a lot of sense to me is it was nighttime. In <laughs> 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 a lot of this, in like probably like 60% of, of the movie. Yeah. I mean, although, you know, they're in a bunker, yeah, so you're not, not really... Be. You know, but there's like a at least a part where there's like overtaking the bunker at night, and I was like, why would, why, why? why? <laughs> yeah. The whole point is it's Day of the Dead. But regardless of that, minor gripes aside, it looks really cool, guys. It does look really cool. I'm excited. It looks like a bloody good time. January 5th is going to be a, a date, by the way, guys, that you're going to mark on your calendar for a lot of fucking good horror stuff. By the way, also there is. Uh, going to be coming out a brand new Blu-ray transfer, 2K transfer uh, of a very popular 1984 nuclear war movie, which is called Threads that came out on the BBC in the UK. And man, apparently this movie scared the ever-living piss out of people back in the day because that was a very real threat. You know, nuclear war, duck and cover, like... You know, like the whole thing, we thought we were going to war with somebody because nuclear war or nuclear weapons were being made. And so we were, everybody was worried. It was like high tension. But they got this new transfer out. It's a movie I've never seen. But what did you think of the trailer after watching uh, the Blu ray trailer? I'd never even heard of the movie. And I'm genuinely upset that I haven't because I want to watch it. It looks yeah. incredible and it looks heartbreaking and terrifying. And especially now, because we're right back in. The same situation from back then, you know, like we're, yeah. we're probably facing that same reality. They that, yeah. And they do, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, you're right. Like, that's, te- that's fucking frightening. Right. One of the things I really like that he says in the trailer is something I always think about when it comes to that, is that the scary thing about nuclear war isn't what happens during it. I mean, that is scary. That's like an initial impact, but how society deteriorates... And how they handle the situation after the math. Right, it's people's reaction. So this movie in particular deals with before, during, and after. And like the whole de-evolution of society and like how they deal with it. And it it really did scare a lot of people. To give you guys kind of an idea um, on what it's going to feature, they're going to have audio commentary with director Mick Jackson, uh, moderated by film writer Kier Laud. Janice and Severin Films, David Gregory. Severin Films is going to be putting this out, by the way, and you can actually get two different versions right now. You can pre order the regular version, or you can get a lenticular cover, which has like the cover or the exploding cover with like the nuclear bomb going off in the background. I kind of want to get the lenticular. Yeah. Um, they also have an audition for the apocalypse. It's an interview with actress Karen Meager. Shooting the Annihilation, an interview with the director of photography, Andrew Dunn. Destruction designer, interview with production designer, Christopher Robilliard. Uh, interview with film writer, Stephen Thrower, and a U.S. trailer. And that's going to be coming out January 30th, 2018. So if you want to jump on the lenticular, I wouldn't wait, guys. Like, by the time you hear this, 
They might be Once, gone. Something I've learned about Severn Films is they don't bring their shit back out all the time. You know what I mean? I learned that mistake when I wanted to get the guinea pig series. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I can't get it anymore. And I want it so bad. <laughs> um, also in the news, you guys might have heard us talk about the old book that everybody and the kids used to love because it was scary stories to tell in the dark. It's my favorite that's my other tattoo sleeve on my right leg. Right. And the artwork it's in that is just so amazing. Stefan Gamble artwork. If you guys also remember, there was a lot of like controversy around the reissue of the book because they didn't include uh, some of the artwork. No, and they redid all of it. They repurposed all of the original artwork from Stefan Gamble and they kid like tried to kid it up. To make it child appropriate? I didn't know they had artwork. I thought there was none. Night and day, God fucking awful difference. And I was pissed. Right. I would be too. And a lot of people were. In fact, it got such a big hype. They re-redid the Mm -hmm. book again and brought back Stephen Gamble's uh, stuff. They just recently re-released them again. And and those are actually really affordable. I think it was like eight bucks or some shit yeah yeah it was like ridiculous for like 35 i think it's less than that i think i think it was like 20 probably anyway versions yeah aside from that though um they're going to be doing a movie we've mentioned this in the past before and it was supposed to be del toro guillermo del toro that was going to do it who is an ultra fan he has a lot of like 10 copies of the original book that he just loves and he was supposed to do it but i'm I guess they just released this news as of Thursday of last week that the autopsy of Jane Doe director Helmer Andre Overdahl is actually going to be doing the movie. Now, there's a couple of things that I I think about. They didn't go into details in the uh, deadline report about this or anything, but I kind of have a feeling that there was a budgetary restraint because you can imagine that Del Toro probably doesn't come cheap. No. <laughs> and Overdahl is probably a new hot gun on the scene. I personally loved the autopsy of Jane Doe. I think he had a really nice aesthetic to the fucking movie. It was genuinely intense and creepy in uh, a lot of moments. And I think he might be a really good choice for this. So it's not all fucking sadness. We'll but I do feel bad for Del Toro. That's two movies now that he's been shit on a little bit. Like Hellboy 3 isn't coming out. Now this. And he also didn't get to do At the Mountains of Madness. But I've heard part of the reason that he didn't do the At the Mountains of Madness, though, is because it wasn't going to be an R rating. That's fair. I agree. Like, That's fair. You're not going to do a fucking H.B. Lovecraft fucking story and then turn it into some fucking PG-13 bullshit. I would pass that up as a director, too, if I couldn't have my way with right. an R rating. Because there's so much extra that you get with that R rating that you don't have to pull back. Yeah. So I understand that. And I, I feel like for this, it's most likely because I highly doubt that he would have passed up this opportunity unless that there's a big reason behind it. Well, and I because certainly... Because knowing how much he loves this series right. and how like excited he was like even talking about the potential of doing it. Like, right. So there's got to be a reason. I'll, I'm sure we'll find out more about that. We'll report to you as soon as we hear anything about it. Uh, also in the news, looks like January 5th is, like I mentioned before, is the date to be looking out for on the calendar as the movie that I've been really super excited about and I've mentioned on the podcast before... Devil's Gate 
is going to be releasing on January 5th. So I'm super excited about that. If you guys have not heard of this movie, the original trailer, I think, does it better justice. I think the second one explains a little too much, more than you really need to know. Uh, I think that the first trailer was like gold, and I don't know what the fuck they were thinking about the second one, because now it's just like, oh, it's aliens. Like They're just like, it's aliens, and it's kind of like over the top a little bit and stuff. But... I still think it looks like a really good movie. It's essentially about Milo Ventimiglia from the show The Divide and Amanda Shull of Sci-Fi's 12 Monkeys. Uh, They basically are doing a creature feature, which had its uh, world premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival. Uh, A new trailer has been released, has a lot of practical effects, creature effects, and Javier Botet is going to be in the film doing all the, like, contortionist stuff, which is really cool. He was in, like, It, Mama, Record, The Conjuring 2, Alien Covenant. Uh, He's really good at at character acting, like, the bringing to life that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's going to be on VOD January 5th, 2018. You can find a link to the uh, information below and a trailer in that as well. I urge you to go check that out. The film's going to be basically about a small town where an FBI agent played by Shull comes to investigate the missing wife and son of a local rancher played by Ventimiglia and they find her husband or they find this guy and they think that he's like kidnapped or murdered or done something with his family. And really there's a much darker thing and they've trapped an alien essentially, or some creature in the basement and ET's friends come to find him essentially. (laughs) And they, they ain't fucking carrying Reese's Peasy's motherfuckers. All right. So God damn it. ET kill home. ET kill you motherfucker. Right. And some other really more, uh, Saddening news for those who are trauma fans in some regards. Uh, you probably heard apparently back in 2010, you know, they've been trying to do a reboot of the Toxic Avenger and they wanted to do a family friendly, friendly PG 13 version of Why? this. Yeah, which is Why? stupid. They did, they, they were talking about that years ago. Yeah, but that's so fucking dumb. I know. Leave it the fuck alone. Interesting news is that apparently Kevin Smith was asked to do uh, the movie as the director and Kevin Smith had some pretty vocal things to say about it in a nice way. Of course, you know, he wasn't a complete asshole about it, but I can totally understand what he's thinking. And for those of you that haven't heard this story, I'll go ahead and read his, some of his remarks. Um, apparently he mentioned on one of his recent episodes of fat man on Batman, uh, where, <laughs> yeah, I know. I love him. Yeah. When he was asked <laughs> about receiving notes from producers and executives about this, Smith replied, I don't really deal in that world that much anymore. I don't have to sit with people that are corporate and have interests to protect. Like, I'm always, I'm in the walrus movie phase of my career. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing, and it wasn't even a big deal. It wasn't like, I'm outraged. Somebody asked me, hey, man, you got the Toxic Avenger, and we're going to remake it, do a reboot, and hey, you're from Jersey, and you know, I always kind of dug what Lloyd Kaufman and the Troma people do. It was right in Jersey. I remember seeing them on the news all the time. Hollywood motion picture in New Jersey, right here at Troma. And Toxic Avenger was insanely well-known, so I always respected the Troma world and the Toxie franchise. So I was like, all right, I'll go down that rabbit hole a bit and see what it's what. And we parted ways fundamentally on the budget because I was just like, 
Part of the charm of the Toxic Avenger is that it was made for two nickels. If you're going to do it again, don't spend a lot of money. But they were like, no, 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 no. This is a $35 million budget movie. Jesus. And I was like, it's a fucking remake of the Toxic Avenger. (laughs) The guy in a tutu with a bad makeup job. Did you see the original? (laughs) Yeah. What are we going to spend all that money on? So right then and there, I'm clearly not the same on the same page. In my head, if I needed to see a Toxic Avenger remake, it should be done in the spirit of the original. Instead, they were literally trying to start a franchise, Marvelize it like no. everyone and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't know if you guys saw the mo- that movie, so I just quietly stepped away. <laughs> I understand what they were going for, but I would never want to see that version of the movie. It would be like somebody doing a $35 million version of Clerks. <laughs> Why would you bother? Right. And I have to agree with that's him fair. on that. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, that's it for the news. All right, guys, now it's time for us to make up a new movie with our Grave Plots. That's right, where we make up a movie on the spot, guys. So if you're new to this, you're going to want to stick around because I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But let's get started with Grave Plots right now. All right, guys, so now we're back. We're going to be doing our grave plots with a twist, a Christmas twist. Jing, 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 jing. Holiday version. Yay. I said something else earlier, but I don't remember what I said. Yeah. Holiday edition. Holiday edition. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know the name of the title of this episode even yet. We're going to be pulling it out of a cup. We've got pull it out kind of a button. twist here. Okay, so one, Brittany came up with the idea that we should name the titles of the movies uh, Christmas-themed. As well, or well, I had suggested that we just make up movie titles and then twist it into a Christmas story somehow. She said, well, let's just make Christmas movie names that are horror movies and then just make a Christmas horror movie. And I was like, okay, well, let's add an extra element. So if you guys were here when we did Hell's Wrath or Hell's Rage, that's what it was, with our buddy Warble from the UK and Patrick, we took another cup and we pulled out little fucking uh, little utensils, things that we could add into the movie that we were making up to make the story interesting. If you're not familiar with what Grave Plots is, what we do is we make up movie titles. We put them in a golden skull with diamond eyes over $8 billion worth. By the way, it's uh, don't ask how we got it. Then we pull the we make these titles of these names up off the top of our head and put them in there. And then we try to weave a story kills characters like tagline, like the works of a movie within about 30 to 45 minutes, guys. And then we make a cover for it, which is always a a huge undertaking by me (laughs) because I spend like hours on it. But hey, I'm learning Photoshop as I go. Uh, so I drew last time. I'm pretty sure you did. It's my turn. Uh, it better be my fucking movie in here, by the way. <laughs> it's not gonna be. 
I don't even remember what I put in there. So, it's your turn, Brittany. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so I think there's excited. some take a drink. You And I just can't hide. <laughs> there's, there's a couple take a drinks in there. I know. I got two of them in a row last time I picked them. They're nasty. They're like, take a drink, you fucking, fucking bitch. bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is it? It's one of mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's called... Ho ho homicide. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Okay, see that was a good idea, Brittany. Oh, uh, do I pick the implements of horror? We're gonna or? pick them as we go. As we go. Okay. So we're gonna. You, how do we I do think, it? Like, like for each kill that we're gonna do. So this is the way it works, guys. While we're telling the story and we figure out who's gonna die, like if we we'll, we're, like as we kill people off and we after we come up with a story because I got to come up with a story first. So we have a implements of terror that we're going to be pulling from and will be just random things that are involving Christmas items. So for ho ho homicide, I know that Brittany doesn't get to talk. She doesn't get to interrupt what this story is going to be about. You say this like I do this all the time. I never yeah. interrupt. No, I have to tell her because she's really bad at that. No, I'm Fuck kidding. You. <laughs> <laughs> I was at first. I'm not anymore. No, I, I kid. I get excited. Uh, so, Ho ho homicide. I mean, it sounds like kind of a typical name in a way. Sounds like you know, guy gets dressed up as a Santa and kills people, and somehow, right? I mean, I know that sounds kind of ridiculous, but we can put a different spin on it to make it a little darker. You know what I mean? Um, may ooh, I got it. I'm ready. I don't know if this has been done before either. It'd be interesting. Hmm. What if there is some sort of event that happens now it could be like a supernatural event could be contagion like aliens maybe there's like a convention for santas or something like that i'm sure there is and so like think of it this way like what if only santa clauses people that dress up as santa clauses are affected by this disease or by whatever it is that turns them do you know what i mean holy shit not a disease it doesn't have to be disease we've done that a lot like some supernatural event that causes all Santas to be affected somehow. When you uh, put on the suit, sorry. Right. Like maybe, maybe, yeah. Like I don't know how that this, what would start it, but I feel like it'd be kind of interesting if like people that were Santas became crazy and then we figure out what it is at some point. Do you know what I mean? Just yes. like, and like anybody, <laughs> anybody that's dressed up as Santa. So it could be like people at a work party. It could be like people at a, you know, like some little girl For who's Santa dressed Arky. up in school or. Huh? For Santa Arky, we do Santa Arky every year in Phoenix. Oh, really? What is that? I don't know. It's like a fucking pub crawl. Everybody dresses as Santa. Oh, wow. It's fucking excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, this would be, I don't know if it would be a pub crawl type thing, but I think it'd be kind of interesting if somehow. Some supernatural event that happens, and maybe it even like affects like mannequins that are wearing it, and like weird shit like that too. I mean, we get uh, cool. the, the the whole th- the spectrum the of it should be kind of interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So nope, continue. Do you Sorry. like that? No, I like that. Okay, yeah. I think that's cool. Well, add to it then. Well, so how are we going to do it? We should follow probably like the lives of maybe three teenagers. Santas? No, I think it should be like adults. Maybe I don't think one be, teenager. We don't need to follow. Then... We don't have to follow Santas. I think they should be just the 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 product. Okay. I mean, it kind of sounds like we're doing rare exports in a way, but it's not. It's like people that are getting changed somehow. Yeah. Well, if we no. So they're not like this. They're not like the rare exports elves thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's not even remotely the same thing. Okay. 
Go ahead. I don't think it is. I just think that we should have like three. You, like I like your three character idea. I'm just saying like maybe they should be just teenagers that are not Santas, just not involved with that. One of the main characters I think should be one of the Santa characters though to watch their like str- like it through their eyes. Okay. In a way like that add that'll add a different element to it and different depth. I feel like so you can have two like sub character types of like a group of teenagers and maybe like an office party setting or something okay that you follow and like somehow the stories will all like tend to like weave together but and then there should be like let's call him bruce bruce will be like a guy who dresses up as a mall santa every year like that's his job so he's one of the three people you're saying he's one of the three people that you follow okay so you can have three like main characters you can have bruce is the main character one of the main characters and he's a santa that is a santa at a mall every year he's so you're saying for... each of the three characters are going to be mall santas no Oh, okay. I was like, don't do that. No, just one. Just <laughs> okay. him. I feel like we need to have one directly that, that impacted connects. character right. that's going to be a Santa that it's affected. Because you'll get to watch it through a different perspective, through his eyes, how he sees it, versus how outside people perceive the situation. Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay, sure. So it'll be kind of like a weird back and forth like placement. Okay. A lot of cool camera tricking shit. I don't know. Okay. It's cool. Sure. I think. What are cool. the other two people? Uh... Maybe a teenager, college kid. Uh, okay, so so we got Bruce, who is a he dresses up as Santa for what? He's a part time mall Santa. Okay, that's his part time job for the holidays, and he just does it to get away from his wife. Or sure, something like that, some typical thing. Yeah, it's just extra money for the holidays. Do they have to be teenagers? They don't even need to be teenagers. Right? I didn't want him to be a teenager. I wanted him to be an adult. So an we'll say he's adult. like in his thirties then. Yeah, 30s, 40s. And then the other two, uh, it's a girl and a guy. I feel like the girl could be office party girl. Maybe, like, it's her office party, Christmas party that she's at, where she encounters her thing with a Santa, and then it's like a teenage boy that's on break, you know, for college or whatever, high school, and he goes to a party, and that's where his encounter is with their little And they somehow all meet up at some point. At some, yeah, they could have some point or... However we want to do it, however it would work better. If we don't feel like tying them all in together, I feel like it could be like an anthology that follows. Well, because Bruce, three people ha- they wouldn't get elements. to know Bruce because if it, it affects all of the people who are Santas. That's why I think it as an anthology would work better to kind of mm. follow three different char- like stories, but they're all in the same. It's all the same concept, all the same idea, but it's seen through three different perspectives. Okay, I mean we could bounce it or off, or you could do one of them but as a I child. I just want to call it an anthology because it just sounds bad. Do you know what I mean? Well, like it could just be that, a movie yeah. that you know what I mean. Yeah, well, you don't even have to do it as that. I mean, I'm just saying like three different storyline perspectives, so you can see oh, it from sure. this three person's different characters. View. Yeah, one of them could even be a kid instead of okay. a teenager, an actual child, like a child's viewpoint. Okay, which would be an interesting twist. So the, maybe there's four characters. I think three is good. We don't have to do four. Why not? Eh, fuck it. Okay. Because Bruce is going to die. So really, there's no point in even... He's going to do a lot of killing before he dies. Like, his character <laughs> is so insignificant, they're not even really going to meet up with him. So we need another person. Bruce isn't insignificant. Well, Bruce is going to already get changed. <laughs> so he's going to be like, there's no conversation. He's just going to be a wild man, right? Yeah, but it'll be cool to watch what he does. Sure, but he'll be like one of the first people you see. Yeah, that's fine. We but I mean, I don't... I don't so we can do our fourth character, it'll be a kid. Right. So it'll be a kid, a kid, that, uh, like a 19-year-old teenager, uh, 20-something, and this Bruce guy who's like 30-something. Yeah. Okay. So now we kind of got to figure out what 
this thing that causes these people to change because that's going to determine whether it happens sporadically all at once like otherwise it's going to be hard to build that story do you understand what i mean yeah i do so like how do how do we how do we spin that out because i feel like we have to we have to come up with that is it a satanic thing like a typical you know like stereotypical Maybe someone plays a like holiday record backwards, an old one from the like nineteen forties or fifties. It's like some Just fucking like opens a portal of like Santa demons. Yeah, maybe maybe they like <laughs> maybe it's like some Bing Crosby. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Like they play the record backwards. It's like this one special edition that they they get. You know what I mean? Like I just think it'd be funny. Maybe it's maybe it's at like a radio station, and then they play it and they broadcast it out on like the major Christmas station. That's how all these people hear it. Oh, now you're t- now see that makes more sense. So that's how I can all, that's how all these people get involved in it. Like that's how it actually affect everybody. So anybody who was listening to this Christmas station, which is the town's Christmas station that where they play Christmas music. So everyone heard it. Okay. And it's on an AM station too, yeah. because that's where they get the best right Christmas stuff. But only the people that wear the Santa suits are affected because that's part of the, the lyric or the spell right and from it, the album okay that's kind of cool well, maybe it doesn't have to be like maybe we can work on that a little bit better maybe there's like they play bing crosby backwards somebody does like as a joke in a studio i feel like it should be a joke yeah like, it's not meant to they don't know what they're doing right like some like intern at the fucking radio station is like drunk at their their party and they start playing it backwards or they like, remember yeah. that old fucking maybe they don't even realize they're recording Right, that'd be kind of funny. So, okay, so so are, is the DJ going to be an integral part of this? No, or are you just like going to hear a, him in the I background? I feel like it's a throwaway character. Now, do he, we? He like he gets everything kind of started and going, but I don't feel like he needs to be an integral part. Who would be a good story. DJ person, like a famous actor that like, we could put ooh, in there? That'll be good for a cameo. Right? Yeah, like you know, they kind of did the similar thing like that with uh, Christmas Horror Story. Yeah, where they had fucking what's his name in there. Um, Captain Kirk, whatever his name is, William Shatner. But they kind of did something similar like it. Um, but this is completely different. I, I didn't really even like him that much in the role, to be quite honest. But who weird. do you think would be a good DJ that like a cameo? So a good disc jockey DJ. Maybe Kevin Smith. <laughs> that would be funny. No, but it's got to be a little more edgier, like kind of person. I think. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, what if it's a. Uh, who did uh, Rescue Me? Oh, I love him. Oh, my God. Jesus, fuck. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. I think that's a good DJ. Dennis Leary would work. Dennis Leary well, is, he does, the, is the cameo DJ. He is in that like, rock star show now, too. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So. Makes sense. But yeah, he's kind of an edgy dickhead, and he's got like these like girls and like people in the fucking studio, and like one of them is like some sort of like punk rock metal chick, and she plays the fucking Bing Crosby backwards on the Which live area. Which is his character in fucking Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Basically, he's like a fucking rock star that refuses to let go. And really? Great. Sorry, but yeah, that would work really well, actually. Okay. It speaks true to who the type of character he plays now. Cool. So he's like having a party um, over the airwaves. Like you kind of just like see into his little world there. Maybe does the movie start out that way, or do we have like a little bit of introduction into each one of the of characters? Text introduction into each. Yeah, character, and all these different and parties it, and stuff. Yeah. Okay, and then like he's on the air, and they do. Um, Maybe the party that the girls at 
is that party. We got to start naming these people because it's going to get so really So maybe confusing. the party that Helen. Okay, so Helen is, is at, the twenty something. Yeah, the the holiday party or the Christmas party, the work party or whatever. I'm trying to think of. I can't think of the. She's name. at a work party. Yeah, the work function. So Helen, twenty something, work party. Maybe that's got the work party. Bruce, though. who is a part time mall Santa, um, and he's where. This, wait, what? He's at the mall. He's at work. Oh, he's actually at work. So this is at like nine o'clock. That'd be nine o'clock. It'd be like seven. I picture this at night for some reason. Yeah, so seven or eight. It doesn't have to be like that late at nine, but like office party is perfect for it. To be, and you can't be too late because the little kids can still be up. Okay. Should this take so place seven. on Christmas Eve or? what if Christmas what if, Eve is perfect. So what if you see some of him working and it's like kind of the intro to these people's lives and then the next like thing you do is everybody's getting ready for the Christmas Eve party. Yeah, that's fine. Is that what it is? That works. So now he's like drunk Santa, you know what I mean? Like at a at a regular party with other people. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, see yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't want to do it like right at the mall and stuff. Like, but that's prime homicide time. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could. Yeah, because he could actually a good character introduction into each individual character in that moment would be. Ooh, what if he's him working and yeah. they're bringing people to see right. him? Right, like they're doing this special thing where he has to stay late, and he's like, "They're making me fucking work like on fucking Christmas Eve. I just want to go out and party or whatever." Uh, and it's like this, all this like crap going on. But then, yeah, he attacks people there. Yeah. So then you got Helen at that party. Who who's dressed up there? Um, j- because everybody that's dressed as a Santa guys is going to be affected by this if they hear the music. Maybe her boss. Maybe her boss. What does she do? Let's let's think of what she does. What does she do? Is she maybe he's is she got, working like an ad agency? Maybe she's ooh, PR. No, she's an assistant manager. Assistant manager. She works. For... There's like four assistant managers. Okay. Because and they're all fighting over to be become another manager because they need to have two managers now for two different groups for some okay. corporation or whatever. And so their boss is making them dress up like Santas or or elves or something like that. And he makes all the like upper guys dress up in santas so it's all their bosses and all of them are dicks okay do you know what i mean like or really annoying right you know just like overly too much and she's kind of like whatever so that's how they so there's like four of her bosses four assistant managers and they're all fighting for that fifth slot maybe for a new manager you do do you see what i'm saying works so there's like kind of that kind of tension with the elves you know because he makes the assistant managers dress up that way. That's cute. I think but it's, it's at funny. the office party. Just kind yeah. of annoying. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's good tension. But they have to because they all are fighting to get, you know, and maybe one of them like goes all out, like dresses up like an elf, like really. Look at the fucking pointy ears. Like ridiculous, like paints their nails, like with like candy cane colors. He's and like basically elf. Yeah. What I think it'd be kind of funny if he's like a little bit flamboyant, a little bit. Like one yeah, of them not? is, and he's just kind of a like, kind of like, you ever seen, um, what's that show, Superstore? Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, I the, love that The Filipino store. guy that's like from, not from the country. Oh my God. Uh, kind of like that in a way, like he's kind of underhanded like that. I hate my life that I'm not going to remember his name. But you name. know what I mean, that guy. I love that show. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so now we're just kind of piecing this together, guys, so that we can kind of, like, run with it, like, because we're just setting up the pins, and we're going to knock the fuck down, okay? So, okay, so we got Helen, 20-something, bosses, she's an assistant with three other assistant managers, four managers who are dressed up like Santa at this Christmas 
uh, this uh, work Christmas party. Then you got Bruce, who's actually a mall Santa. He's actually having to stay on Christmas Eve for those doing this special thing. It's like probably a department store that's like really popular or they're doing some like big giveaway big sale something giveaway thing. yeah yeah and Last he's really pissed off about it he doesn't like it so we got this other teenage boy right maybe he's just kind of like a misfit kind of kid let's call him ralphie ralphie okay so ralphie is he's kind of like a punk kid he likes to rap like he's like a rat he wants to be a rap artist the punk kid that wants to be a rap artist well, i mean punk as in like a punk ass like oh okay yeah that not works. punk like <laughs> but yeah he's like he's just like wants to be like he rates music in his spare time and he's kind of like not everybody likes him and he's always trying to push his mixes on people but people don't like it so he's like eminem but he's actually kind of talented but nobody listens to him because he's not cool enough kind of okay. thing yeah i don't know i just think it kind of be funny like that like it's fine um and okay, so he like tries to crash some party just out of high school. Uh, he's trying to make his music career, and like that's what he wanted to do since he was sixteen. He's been working on that, and uh, he goes to this party to crash it. Maybe he's got this hots for this one girl that's going to be there, and like uh, like some people are just drunk and like disorderly at the party. Like one like jock guy that picks on him a little bit is like dressed up in a Santa outfit. But like without a shirt underneath and he's like all pectorals. Yeah, like ripped. ripped. (laughs) Yeah. So like he's like really buff and he's like wearing like this kind of sexy Santa outfit, I guess. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And then like there's with a a, banana hammock instead of pants. And then you get a couple of girls at the party who are like wearing slutty Santas. Yeah, slutty Santas. Uh, Maybe the kid actually goes to the Bruce's thing. Um Maybe that kid, that little kid that we're talking about. What's the kid's name? The Charlie. Rap- oh, Ralphie is the Ralphie. The, the rap Teenager. artist. Yeah. Teenager. He's like 19, 20, something like that. Yeah. Then we got Charlie is at the mall with his family. He's seven. And he's like super into Christmas. But his Every parents but his parents aren't and his, and he maybe he has some brothers and sisters that are with him that are a little bit older than him and he's like the young runt and like they pick on him because he still believes in Santa and he like ignores his family and stuff and they're like really dysfunctional, you know? Yes. And like he's really excited to go see Santa and that's when shit goes wrong there. But somehow that kid escapes. Maybe his family gets murdered or something in that process too. What do you think? works for me all right so we got we got it set up now the only other person we got dennis leary i kind of feel like bruce should be the age of that guy who's in anchorman that says whammy i fucking love the i like that guy i don't know why the sports broadcaster right he's just like a douchey kind of guy you know uh i kind of feel like he would be a good part what do you guys think that are listening i agree i think it'd be kind of fun (laughs) um who else i want bruce to be older or like that's how I feel about it, but like his that age. Okay, yeah, the, whatever like, age. That's it. what I was trying to like get at earlier. But yeah. yeah, I want him to be like late late forties, like early fifties. Like okay, age, I feel like is good. So the radio DJ will call him uh, Hammer and Hank, whatever, and oh, he's Dennis Leary essentially. Uh, maybe at the party that they're having at that thing, he's like, you know, I got to just pop on every so often. And he just kind of turns the music up and like his side music where they're playing like metal and shit, like Christmas metal. And then like, uh, it'd be funny. Like he turns down the thing, but then some girls like doing Coke off one of the records or something like that. And then she starts spinning it around and like laughing and then you hear it. And all of a sudden you start to see people who are listening to it in the mall. They got this thing playing everywhere, you know, and like all these things start happening. 
You see, like, the, the Santa on the corner who's asking for money. Like, he starts changing and chasing. Just little segments here and there that we can add. Yeah, like, off cam- like quote-unquote, off-camera type moments. What like happens to them? Story. Like, what would be the side effect of this Bing Crosby record being played backwards? I feel like it should just be, like, a quick snap of, like, rage. I feel like it should, like, make them shudder a little bit so they're kind of struggling and they don't realize it's happening. I don't want it to be instant. I want it to be like some kids sitting on Bruce's lap. Maybe it seems like he and he just pops them or something. You know what I mean? Like, launched, like throws them off. Yeah, not hits them, but like I think. Like, no, 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 no. I think it would be funny if he was just like holding on to him, and the kid starts screaming. Only pops his head see, off, and you just see po- you just see blood squirt up. Yeah, you don't do see that. the kid getting killed. You just you know. Well, that's, I like that better. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. I think that would be kind of funny, and then everybody yes. screams and panics. Yes, and then he looks down and doesn't realize it, and then maybe his eyes, eyes change change a little bit, and like he bleeds out of his nose. You know, like, and he yeah. doesn't even realize his eyes need to turn red. Right. And then you even like, I would think it'd be kind of interesting if you like had drunken Santa cam because he's drinking while he's there, but he's kind of like while he's sitting there and he's stumbling around trying to, he's like losing himself. Yeah. You kind of see like through his eyes stumbling around. I totally want Bruce to be a drunk. So. Right. That would, well, I think it'd be interesting because he's already drunk and he's changing. So just seeing the blurriness and maybe the outer rims of the camera shot start to get red. Yes. So it like looks yes. like it's bloodshot. Yes, this is why I want his perspective. Yeah. it would be so cool. <laughs> just for just for a couple of kills, you know, like yes. seeing him like go after people. Yeah, he can be the first one you kill off. It's fine. Right. Um. So, well, I think it'd be kind of interesting to see little things in the street happening. You know what I mean? I agree. Like little sub stuff of panhandlers or it's got to happen a couple of times. Whatever, I think other Santas that are off work or something. Right. So, so which one should be the first kill? Well, we already killed a kid. You well, that's so that's it, the first one. So should we pull out the implements as one for I'm... the next one? Well, we'll see. Maybe if it fits, we'll put it in there. If it doesn't, it'll be the next one. Okay. If it fits, I sits. I'm gonna pull it well, out. Well, it's not gonna fit for the kid. Kid him popping the kid. In. Yeah, the kid, kid popping has got to be in there somehow. I think that should be the first one. Okay, so we have Xmas vacation eggnog cup. <laughs> Okay, I, I feel like this should go to the boss at, at Helen's work. Agreed. He is just like, he only drinks from that, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be eggnog in it. And Spike eggnog. So somehow, this cup kills him or somebody else. I want it to kill him. I think it would be great. <laughs> yeah, I want it to kill him. It has to kill him. It's like a big... Because he's like the worst. And, and it's like, like a, a really big one, asshole. too. So I think that it needs to be, yeah, it's like a big, full, like a full-on size fucking coffee, like okay. that one. And if, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, if you've ever seen the movie National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase has a fucking, has these little Marty the Moose fucking eggnog cups where he dips it in. It's got two antlers, and it's a moose-looking thing, and it's a clear cup, and you just, you know, put eggnog in it and drink, you know. It's in the Christmas Vacation movie. If you haven't seen that, shame on you. <laughs> Uh, anyways. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so maybe he has like an extra big one that's kind of like a coffee mug. Or like a beer. Maybe, yeah. That might be kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had this one made. This is special. special. Yeah. yeah. And he keeps talking about it like through the whole party. So like it kind of bounces back and forth between all these characters, guys. So just envision that while you're while we're talking about this. We're going to go through each of the characters and build it up. And then we'll figure out where they all kind of meet in the middle. Um, so Helen's like annoyed by the boss, right? Her direct boss. Cause she's the assistant manager to him. 
Eggnog Cup Man. Yeah, Eggnog Cup Man. We'll call him uh, <laughs> Robert. Robert. That's a good yeah. name. Robert is like just a douchebag. He's actually kind of a cheery individual, but he's kind of like throws his power around a little too much and thinks he's way more important than he really is. You know, that kind of guy. Yeah, so. that kind of guy. <laughs> so what happens? Like, what do you think? So it's like office Christmas Santa, right? Like they're a little hired Santa. Well, they, yeah, there's four bosses, remember? Oh, no, but then he would be... He's He'd just be one of the first time. ones. So they're all playing this music and they're listening to Bing Crosby and then it starts playing backwards. But then he would kill someone with the cup because he's a Santa. Well, maybe he's just hanging on to it. Like, what happens? So, like, they're do they, they're not like zombies. I don't want to make them zombies, but they do bite and try to kill people. They yeah, it's more homicidal. So I it's just like, want them to homicidal. Yeah, they rage. don't need to eat people. No, I don't want them eating people at all. Perfect. Okay, good. They just not want to kill people. It's yes, just rage. I want them in homicidal rage mode. That's okay. It. So yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to kill with the cup, but I definitely think he needs to die by the cup. He needs to die by the cup. I don't think he needs to kill by the cup. So maybe he. I don't know. I got maybe, an idea. Okay. So maybe there's like a part earlier on in the party when you get to know these characters a little bit and how like how Helen has to deal with him. Like he's like, here, honey, can you go fill that back up with some eggnog for me? Hey, thanks. You know, you're doing a really great job here. Go ahead and fill that up. And anyway, folks, as she's like someone like maybe someone asked her like, oh, what do you do in your spare time? And it's like a moment where they actually give a shit about her. And she goes to say and he interrupts her because she's getting the attention now. Right. See what I'm saying? Mm hmm. And so, like, she hands him the uh, the fucking cup. He, he hands her the fucking cup, and she gets pissed. Yeah. And she spits in it or something. Yeah, she's, but, and then it's going to be when she comes, I feel like when she comes back to give him his refill that he asked for, that she's, like, spit in or pissed in or whatever the fuck maybe she's she just dips. Maybe she just picks her nose and then sticks yeah, her finger in it. Yeah, maybe that's when she sees him killing someone. Maybe just like choking someone out in the office. In the office, and then then she kills him with the cup, and that's her initial like. Because he comes after her, and that's all she has in her hands. So she like hits him over the head with it, and like disorients him, and then he comes back at her again, and she has a big broken sh- like shard in her hand and jabs it into his neck. What does she fall like? He pushes her back as he's going to attack somebody when she walks in his private office and then he's on top of her like choking whoever it is on the ground and then the glass the the Marty the Moose cup fucking gets shattered it's a big one but it can still she uses the horn one fucking horn like you said and stabs him in the neck like that yeah and it doesn't he doesn't have like superpowers or anything like that no no like no that. they're just like super rageful but they're not yeah yeah they're just sinners now yeah they're or not something. indestructible yeah. Some not, sort of ancient curse. Yeah, but they can still die like a normal human. Okay. They're not indestructible. I don't want them to be indestructible by any means. Okay. I feel like they should, like any way, like they you, should be you could kill them in, in, in a normal way that you would kill somebody that's like attacking you, but they're just overly aggressive. Right. And they're crazy. So they just see red specifically, like they just want to harm everything in front of them, but there's no rhyme or reason for it. They just, that's what they want to do. Okay. But you can still kill them. Like if you shot them in the head, they would I mean, die. he, he might bite somebody out of like anger, but not to eat them. No. Yeah. I don't want, I don't even want them to bite people. Cause I feel like that seems too like zombie esque. Right. Okay. Which we don't want to do with this story. Cause I don't think that's stupid. what if, what? Oh, okay. So I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. So the music's playing the Bing Crosby song. And she's like, you know, she's really annoyed and she like sticks her finger in his drink or whatever. And, like, you know, whatever she does, she, like, 
picks something out of her teeth and like sticks her finger in his drink and stirs it, you know, and then she just flicks it, you know, and then she's like, oh, I got your drink. And as she's walking in his private office, he's like on top of somebody and he's like bashing their head like he actually does kill somebody and he's like smashing her head and then he just pops their neck like and just like twists their head off. And then he just holds their head up and is like drinking like the blood as he's like screaming and she's as she's like, hey, here's your what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then he 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 throws the head back. It kind of hits her. She falls back, breaks the cup. And then he lunges at her. And then he turns around after drinking the blood and starts to come at her and she just jams it right in his eye, neck or jugular. Yeah. Kind of like that. Maybe she stabs him like four times in the neck and then once one good time in the face like- and the eye. Yeah, ends it through the eye socket. Right. I like it. As meanwhile, he's bleeding I, out from his jugular veins. Right. Uh, meanwhile, so <laughs> meanwhile, there's another guy, one of the assistants, the jerky one, or maybe just another one who's just kind of annoying. And she's just he or she is just standing there while this all happens, and she sees Helen kill him, and she's like, ooh, ooh. like maybe she says something either annoying. Or nasty, or something like that. And Helen looks at her like, what, really? And then you see one of the other managers, like, fucking full-on tackle her right in front of the door. Like, you don't see it. You just see her looking out of the the office, and you see that one just, like, screaming. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. just charge her into a fucking desk. Very sweet. Like, it just smashes everywhere. Like, that would be kind of cool. That would be cool. Then it cuts to, like, more mayhem elsewhere. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me just bounce it around a little bit. Yep. Um, okay, so what, so what about the teenage kid? He's like a rapper or something? Well, he's a wannabe rapper, yeah. Like, okay, he, so he's trying to go to this, he wants to try and, like, sneak into this party that this chick that he likes. Right. We're gonna call her Rebecca. He likes this girl named Becky. It's a college school. It's gotta be college party. Yeah, so it's a college party, he's in high school. Well, he right? just got out of high school, but he's not in college. Okay, so he just graduated, but he's not in college yet, so he's trying to bust into this college party. He's got this chick that he likes named Becky. He wants to give her his mixtape. Right, yeah. <laughs> so he goes to this party and he sneaks in through the back door and he's trying to like blend in or whatever, you know, just kind of like vi- trying to vibe off these people and not be noticed that he's like this kid and doesn't know anybody there as he's looking for Becky. Right. And because he made this special mix for he her. He made this special, mixtape. he made her mixtape. Right. How cute. He's like, I gotta get this bitch my mixtape. <laughs> he's a rapper so he's not respectful yo you you but <laughs> you fine girl you real fine girl i'm gonna get you your mixtape and he's like white as fuck so he's gonna yeah, look girl. an idiot but <laughs> so i feel like there should be a couple of call like the college boys jockey dudes jockey dudes that are dressed up as slutty santas and then right. some girls dressed up as slutty santas or slutty wife of santa or whatever mrs right. Claus, as well so he comes into this party and maybe he just walks into pure mayhem or maybe not I don't even think, mayhem, I think we, maybe I think, just like well, I think we need to everywhere. get used to some of the characters at that party so it makes more significance when they kill or die. Okay, so he walks in like in the back, like so maybe like the back entry of the backyard. Oh, it's got to be the back entry, does it? Yeah. <laughs> so he walks into the back door um, and it's the backyard and there's some people in like the hot tub or in the 
or you know jacuzzi right. or whatever and there's some people just standing around on the grass like drinking everybody's drinking there's some people doing like keg stands and regular bullshit they do at college st- college parties but like all the mayhem's going on inside but no one really knows about it yet because the music's really loud so they can't hear anybody screaming okay just because all the slutty santas are inside the house well but before we get to the killing part though Like, I know, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that one of the fucking jockey types, like, checks him into the pool or, you know, it's got to be some sort of aggression so that when that guy starts killing people and he eventually dies, you see what I'm saying? Like, we got to build that character just a little bit. one of the jockey Santa dudes, like, shoulder checks him and knocks him into the pool and then he falls in with her mixtape and it gets ruined. Or mix CD. Mix CD, whatever. Whatever. Same thing. I don't want to say mixtape. That just seems weird. Maybe maybe he it's did. It's a dumb flash drive. Right. Mixed flash drive. Well, maybe he did it, do it on a, a fucking tape. But I, I just don't want it to get ruined. I feel like a mixtape would be cool. But I want it to get ruined when he falls in the I want I want her to tag along with him, and then he gives her the tape. At and, the end? Yeah, but she dies anyway sort of thing. Okay. Like, this is, like, real tender moment where he's, like, uh-huh. she's going to listen to it finally. And then stabs her in the face. And then, something. like, yeah. she just gets, like, yanked. Or something, you yeah, know. Works. You know what I mean? It's just, okay, that'd be so, kind of a little fun thing. So then he makes it on something that's not going to get destroyed when he falls into the pool. Right. Or he drops it right. before okay. he falls into the pool. So he gets shoulder checked by one of the fucking Jock Santa dudes. Falls into the pool. Let's say he made her a mixed CD and drops it before he falls in the pool. And then, Yeah, he's about to go talk to the girl and that's when the guy gets checks yeah. him into the pool so like it's extra embarrassing right pretty much but she actually notices him and then comes up and checks and see if he's okay or whatever and, right and then they start to have a, like a stupid conversation and then that's when shit goes down okay and they start seeing like some blood spray on the fucking like sliding glass door or something on the yeah inside like of the house. R- ryan todd and like yeah because you're gonna hear the song come on right on the radio in the background which is playing in the Maybe house. Maybe it's just in the house, yeah. Yeah, which is playing in the house. You're going to hear little subtle hits of it as they're having a conversation. So the viewer kind of knows what's about to go down. Yeah. But they don't. I think it'd be kind of interesting, too, if we there were some Santas that weren't changed and they don't realize, you know, and then when they walk in and hear the song or something like right, that. Right, they're coming, like, outside, nothing's happened to them, but as soon as they go inside towards the end of it, then that's when, like, they change, too. Right. Yeah, that'll work. There's got to be some way that it gets played on loop somehow. He's fucking the metalhead chick that played it. He's fucking her on top of the stand or whatever. And as it's recording it, it yeah, like hits it loop. He hits the loop, loop instead button. Of he's like, oh, we'll just songs. hit the loop button. He doesn't even realize that it's like playing backwards. Yeah, well, he's trying to fuck her or whatever during the whole scene. That's easy. That's easy to fucking okay, solve. Okay, cool, cool. So, <laughs> well, that's an easy problem to fix. They're going to fuck until he's like... This can do my job for me, but doesn't realize it's only one thing that's loaded okay. to play, which is that song backwards. Okay. So now we got the Charlie kid who is at the mall with Bruce. He sees the popping, you know, happen. And you see through the, the drunken evil Santa uh, killing like a mom or something like that. Maybe it's like maybe some tough dad tries to stand up to him I or something like that. I think a tough like dad's perfect. Yeah, like that seems like kind of funny. Hey, who do you think drunk. you are, you buddy? he's drunk or something. Yeah, and he just like fucking like hits his palm, a bottom palm of his hand just throw right it. into his fucking nose oh, yeah, yeah. to shove it up into his brain. And you see it go like his nose up a little bit, you know, so it's all like, and then blood just pour down and stuff and he just falls back. And then you see people scream and shit. 
But Charlie has to have some dialogue with his family that we talked about a little bit so that we can build that up. And that's when they all kind of escape and run to somewhere. Maybe it's his asshole dad that gets killed. Oh, yeah. But then we have to have so we have to have an introduction with Charlie and his asshole dad. And is mom there? Is it just asshole dad and Charlie? Maybe his mom and dad are arguing. Charlie's mom and dad are arguing. Yeah. And dad's an asshole and whatever. And then he's the one that starts this altercation with. The mall Santa. Bruce. Well, before that, like, there's got to be some banter between the kids and him, like his brothers and sisters. So, like, you know, maybe they're when they're you like start the story off with him driving in the car, heading to the mall, and they have this conversation. You see one of them making fun of him, like, "Oh, Charlie still believes in fucking Santa." Watch your language, you little bastard. You know, like the mom and dad. They're arguing in the front while the kids are sitting in the back. He's got like an older sister and an older brother. We'll call her Tamara and... Uh, Stewie. And Stu. Tamara and Stu. Whatever. Uh, so Charlie is the youngest. Tamara is the oldest. And Stu is like the in-between kid, the middle kid. And he's like flicking him in the face. He's like, oh, Santa gonna come fucking save? Is you gonna, you gonna be so excited to see Santa, you idiot? You know, and he's like, stop, you know, like, like he gets really picked on a lot. You're going to be on the naughty list. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be funny. That would be perfect. Did you know that Santa actually kills people when you're bad? Have you been bad this year because you haven't treated mom that good? You know, like stuff like that. And so he starts to kind of like that, just like that kind of foreshadowing a little bit. Yeah, perfect. Um, But then they get to the mall and like the kid wants to like. Like, the kids, like, kind of, like, are waiting in line. He's like, Mom, can I go? Like, fucking Stu's like, can I go to fucking, like, fucking look at the video games or something? Because this is dumb. Can I go to GameStop? Yeah, like, and then he, like, flicks them one more time in the face. And there's the parents are still arguing and stuff like that. But they see, like, one of their friends there. And that's one of the kids' parents. And the kid that pops. Mm-hmm. And that's when they see that happen. So the kid pops. One of the dads of the, you know, the, the tough dad comes up. He shoots him in the fucking nose with the fucking the palm of his hand. Uh, all this mayhem starts to happen. Maybe he after he kills him, he goes running after his brother, Stu, like at the GameStop, which is right behind him and like tackles him into the like stands and stuff like that. And then he's like trying to get away and he's like trying to hit him with stuff. But like the guy's just like like trying to like breaks one of his arms or something like that. And then like you just see blood splattering up on the window. It doesn't really show it. Yeah, because I guess you can't really show him killing a kid. Right. I mean, you know what I'm I, OK with that. But most people aren't, do you know what so. I mean? Like you just tastefully as tasteful as you it's can tasteful be. As you can be. Yeah. Um, it's fair. Then like. The parents are still arguing. They don't even realize shit's going on. Like, people are screaming and stuff. And they're just screaming at each other as it's, like, building up behind them and everything. And then they see Stu, and they're like, where's Stu? And then, like, he's, like, trying to, like, uh, what's his name? Charlie? Charlie. Trying to get his uh, his sister and his mom and everything like that. And then they, the guy, like, grabs a fucking pen and just stabs, like, the mom in the face or something like that. It's like, Chris, shit's going crazy, but how do we do we, oh, we gotta, I was like, I want to pick a thing. Yeah, we got to pick a thing here. I was like, let me pick how, does how he someone kill the mom? kills someone. Yeah, how does he kill the mom? What is the implement? Of terror. So, Bruce kills Charlie's mom. This is so dumb. Okay, so Bruce kills Charlie's mom with grandma's ugly sweater. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's going to kill an old bitty. Before he kills her. Right, he rips the shirt off. So he rips this fucking stupid fucking ugly Christmas sweater off this old lady, right? Right. Maybe he throws her off the fucking second story balcony. Because they're on the second floor. But she hangs by the... the balcony and she hangs by 
I don't know. Oh, no, no, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's on the second floor when all this happens. Yeah, so he throws old Biddy Grandma off, but, like, he rips her sweater off first or something and then uses the old Biddy's ugly sweater to choke out It'd be funny. It'd be funny if the Santa was... Or is she wearing it? No, no, no. I like what you said. I think that's perfect. I just think it's funny if he wraps it around his hand so it doesn't hurt, like the, the crazy Santa now, and starts punching people. Bruce starts punching people as he's like running towards like his mom oh yeah and then he strangles her with the right sweater. and then he just does some like cool like karate move where it's he wraps the sweater around her neck <laughs> yeah and then just strangles turns her. around and throws her over the balcony oh yeah and hangs her there right that would be sick just flips her into the fucking christmas tree or some shit that would be badass <laughs> and she ends up the star on the Christmas tree. Right, yeah, like she just fucking, like her neck gets broken immediately. I like it. Yeah, it I think that's pretty fun. Poifect. Okay, so. It's poifect. Charlie, we got, so we got Charlie, Helen. Bruce. Bruce is dead. Well, he's crazy he's not now. He's dead, he's crazy. So who's the other, what's the other guy? The, Ralphie. Ralphie. Ralphie the, the rapper. The rapper. <laughs> yeah, we call him Young Ralph. Ralphie the rapper. That's his, his, that's his rap his name. wannabe girlfriend, Becky. Young Ralph. Young Ralph. Yeah. Little Ralphie. Young Raph or some shit like that. Did we even discuss how they were going to kill people at the the party where Raph was at? Well, uh, yeah, we, we said we saw just in inside the house. We just saw blood spraying all across the sliding glass door. Right. Or whatever. But and someone that, that one. Then we transitioned it into Charlie's story. Okay, so one of the Which is one fine, of the, so now we go back. Well, yeah. So one of the people come running out. Okay, uh, the one of the the crazy Santas. By the way, these everyone that's killing is a Santa. Just to be it's clear, it's going to be a slutty girl Santa this time that okay. comes running out of the house and she's all crazy. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we got I'm doing an implement of terror. What is it? So it's going to be. <laughs> A yard baby Jesus nativity. Yes, it's perfect. <laughs> she can grab it on the way. <laughs> Maybe people are trying to escape the party as like these, like the two slutty girls, uh, the two slutty Santa girls and the two slutty Santa guys, jocks, are like killing people in the inside and they're having this touching moment where Ralphie and the girl, what was her name? Becky. Becky are like having a moment like talking and like there's music outside so it's kind of covering up the sound of the screams and shit like that but maybe like you see inside at one point where they're like just killing people and he's like i've never felt so fucking alive and he's like just like snapping people over his knee oh, I have a good and idea. one girl's like oh yeah well fuck you and she stabs somebody in the throat you yeah, know that'd be cool. somebody tries to get away though is what i'm getting at uh, they try to get away and run out the front door and there's a nativity scene outside the front of the house, right? Because it's like, I don't know why, but... It's the, Christmas. Yeah. Why wouldn't there be one? So she runs out and chases that person and just fucking S- grabs the baby Jesus and and then starts killing, like smashing their face in with the baby Jesus. I was going to kill Becky with baby Jesus. Oh, I don't think that you're not yet. Not yet, because she should follow along because okay. remember, he's got to get her the mixtape and she's got to hear know, it. There's got to be a bonding oh, yeah, never mind. experience. Okay, okay. So, yes, I was going to say someone gets their head smashed with a baby Jesus. So that works. Perfect. Yeah. And then and then they lick the baby blood Jesus off the smashing. baby Jesus. Yeah. The girl that kills. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. 
Uh, okay, so now like there's mayhem and somebody breaks out a window out the back of uh, Ralphie's at the party. And they have to escape together and they jump the fence, him and Becky. And he's like holding her hand. He's like, I'll fucking do. We got to get out of here, you know? And she just runs with him and they like try to run through the neighborhood. Now, you don't realize this, but they live in this area that's kind of like suburban, but also like kind of like near some businesses and stuff like that. So they're all kind of like within the same distance of each other. And they all meet up at this one place that they think is a safe spot. Do they all just go to the mall? Yeah, why not? To make it, you know, like a Dawn of the Dead situation or whatever. Yeah. It'd be funny if like, they're like, well, where do we go? And she was like, they're like running and they're like, well, the mall's right there. Maybe we can hide in there or something like that. He's like, lots of space, but places, but aren't there fucking Santa's mall Santa's there? Like, like, or what? what, I don't know. Or maybe they don't realize it yet. No, they've all probably gone home by now. Yeah. And then they show up at the mall. That's when they meet Ralphie. They save his life somehow. Who's saving Ralphie? The Becky and or no, I'm not Ralphie. Charlie, Charlie. Charlie. Okay. They yeah, saved yeah. Charlie's life. So Ralphie and Becky. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. So maybe like the mall Santa has wreaked havoc, and some people have gotten away and running out of the mall while they're running in there. And Bruce is like wreaking havoc on whoever he can come into contact with. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. And he starts. You see this slow motion thing where he's chasing after Charlie, and like Ralphie has to do some quick maneuver and like fucking. St- you know, does something to Bruce. <laughs> what does Ralphie do to Bruce? Yeah, we're going to have to pull a thing out to see. Hang on, I got to open this very tightly compacted piece of paper. It says drink, mofo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any, nothing left, so I can't drink. I drank my drink. Oh, there's some right here. We'll just take a sip of this. Oof. Oh, that gives me chills watching you drink that. <laughs> so draw another one. See, this is getting interesting. I kind of like this story, though. I think I it's kind of fun. It's really fun. I mean, we could definitely. Obviously, we're gonna have to flesh this out a lot. Hollywood, don't you dare steal this. Yeah, you can't. No, paying us for it. You, you do not bitches. steal it because we already came up with it first. It's our original idea. Just give us money and we'll make it. Yep. That's another one of yours. Really. Is it another one? Drink, you Christmas slut. (laughs) Why do these always happen to me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we picked your name, so ho, ho, homicide. (laughs) Ho, ho, homicide. Oh, this is disgusting. Just take a sip. You're good. It's it's understandable. Okay, one last time. If it's if I'll let you give you a, I'll give you a pass if you get another if one. If I get another one, you're drinking. I think there's it. only two in there. By the way, there was only two. <laughs> well, if it's another one, you're drinking it. Of course, I pulled them both in a row because this is my life. Yeah, that is. This is my life. Huh? God, what the fuck? Oh, what? Garland. Oh, okay. Garland. Okay, who are we killing now? I lost. Track. What is Garland though? Garland, like the green, fake tree shit that you decorate like okay so my mom used to decorate or use the garland with the lights to uh wind around the the banister for the staircase oh okay so it's like wire it's like no it's like fake christmas tree yeah but they, they have wire it in it so you can like apply it to things sometimes. you don't have to have wire in it but yeah well i'm just if thinking you like, want it maybe... more sturdy to wrap around shit there'd be like a wire in it but yeah you're right yes okay. yes you were correct <laughs> so maybe okay Okay, okay, so I got it, okay. So, Ralphie is running in 
to save the kid as the kid's getting Charlie's getting chased by the the satanic Bruce, whatever the, the like rage induced Santa Bruce. Uh, and he's chased like you see him in the background and he gets out the door and somehow. Oh, OK. He hits him with the trash can and there's some garland somewhere near like a bench or something like that, that he wraps around his throat and he's like choking him and he's like, kick him, kick him, kick him. So like the Charlie kid and the Becky kid are like stomping on his head like over and over again. Bruce, the Bruce guy, they don't kill him, but they knock him the fuck out. Does that make sense? They maim him. Yeah, they yeah. maim him. That's fair. Because yeah, it just seems weird to kill somebody with a garland. And well, we've already we've done already the Christmas strangled, sweater. Like, yeah. So it's like... Well, if there was so, lights ooh. in the garland, you could somehow electrocute them. Oh. Just well, what if they insane. just tie him up? Yeah, they tie him up with it. That's fine. You know what I mean? Like tie it around his hands and his ankles? Yeah, you don't have to. It is an implement of terror. It doesn't necessarily have to kill someone. True. Good point. I, I, I can go with that. Rules rewritten. So now we got to go back to Helen, okay? Yeah, we've left her alone. She's for a while. okay. So there's mayhem going on the thing. She's trying to dial people, and it's her and the fucking annoying guy who's like trying to like get the spot of a manager that are left, and they're like trapped in this room. And she was like, "No, I don't want to fucking go go out there." And he's like, "No, I'm not gonna fucking go out there. You go out there." You know, like this argument, kind of fun banter back and forth. You know what, Tom? You're just a fucking kiss ass. You know that? You're yeah. a fucking kiss ass. Mm, and I really. fucking hate you and I hope you fucking die. Well, I fuck you. Fuck you, Helen. <laughs> I hope you fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that kind of banter back yes, and forth. I mean, excellent. we would flesh this out if we could. So they somehow try to sneak out while all f- like the three other Santas are wreaking havoc. What kind of kills can we see just to give people an idea in the office? Maybe one of the Santas is using some sort of office something. Maybe they're drowning somebody in the eggnog. Drowning someone in the eggnog or the fruit punch or in the fucking water cooler. Right. I don't know. Maybe eggnog. one of them's like packing like food into someone's throat. And someone's, then... yes, yeah, stuffing fruitcake. Right. Down someone's <laughs> That'd throat. That'd be kind of funny. Perfect. Yeah. And, and, and like uh, maybe maybe they're on like a third floor of this office building. And, like, one of the Santas, like, chucks somebody into the window, and it just breaks, and they, like, fall out. And, uh, but that would happen as they sneak out. So, Helen and Tom, the the annoying guy, sneak out. And as they're leaving, they're like, he's like, wow, that was actually easier than I thought it was going to be. And then you hear, and he just, like, lands in front of them. Yeah. Or he lands on top of Tom and kills him. Oh, uh, I want to kill him yet. Fuck Tom. I feel like you got to have some people that like you care about a little bit or you don't know. care about Tom. He's well, annoying. yeah, but I mean, I think it'd be funny if they just did that. And then I don't want to kill him Ellen, off yet. Because you got Becky, right. Ralphie, Charlie, Tom and her. And okay. then there's this like ragtag group. You know what I mean? So they like see the guy fall and then he's like, I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> After like it happens, he looks. At, they look at each other, and he's like, "I'm driving." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I kind of like Tom's character because he's kind of like, kooky. I don't know, kooky. So then they drive, and he's like, "Okay, well, where the fuck do we go? Well, we can go to my house. My house is. Well, you're living in an apartment. That's not really safe. Like, what? Where, where are we gonna go? You know?" He's like, "Well, fuck it. Like, go to the mall." He's like, "What do you want to fucking shop at this fucking time? Like, what the fuck is Stupid wrong with bitch. you?" Yeah. <laughs> Like, you see people getting attacked on the street, though, while they're driving and stuff. Like, you see the mall Santa, 
like stabbing somebody with the fucking Salvation Army stand. Perfect. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then get up and start chasing people. And he's like, yeah, we're not going there. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's move along. And (laughs) so then they get to the mall. They decided to go to the mall for whatever reason. And this is when they all meet up. Because like. Oh, it should be a grocery store Salvation Army Santa. What? That's who they pass. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, he's stabbing somebody. Wait, but they're going to the mall. Yeah, the Santa is stabbing somebody with a Salvation Army uh, red stand with the bucket. And all the change is falling out while he's stabbing him and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. we're not going there. Uh, let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. We're not going to my house. And then, uh, so then they go to the mall, and that's when they kind of meet up with Ralphie, Charlie, and Becky. So it's Tom, Helen, Charlie, Ralphie, and Becky. Uh, what happens at this point in time? Maybe they hear the music of the Christmas music in the parking lot. Yeah, and that's the same song. And it's playing backwards and it's like repeating. It's like skipping or something. Mm -hmm. Like you keep hearing the same thing. So then they think like maybe there's something about like maybe we can get help at the at the radio station or whatever. So they go to the, you know, the T-R-O-K, you know, the truck 107. (laughs) Truck 107. You know what I mean? Like whatever the fuck. K-R-T-P, you know, whatever the fuck. (laughs) In Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's Ohio. WKRP in Cincinnati. Perfect. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I, I kind of feel like this is a West Coast town, just because you got a little bit more of a mixture of stuff. Uh, but it's in like kind of the nicer, like, uh, I don't know, uh, upper northern California style. You know what I mean? I don't know what it would be. But anyway, <laughs> so they go to the mall. But what happens now? So like they all meet up. And they and then somebody comes to the conclusion that maybe we should go to the radio station and get help mm-hmm. because they keep hearing it playing. He's like, "What the fuck? Why are they? What are they playing record backwards?" He's like, "Oh, maybe they're all Satan's. You know, maybe they're all satanic." And and like Ralphie's like, "Maybe they're all satanic. I don't know." He's like, "That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard." Mm-hmm. Like, who would ever believe that? Then you get a Santa that runs by and yells, "Hail Satan!" Before they kill someone, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. For my Lord and Savior. Satan so Christ. they make this like trip to go to the radio station. This is their beacon of hope. Uh, but on the way there, there is like a gaggle of fucking crazy Santas that have been affected by this music. It's like surrounded by Santas. That's like their fucking. Oh, they go to a supply store or where would be where would a large gaggle of Santas be? <laughs> where would a large gaggle of Santas be? A costume shop. Maybe they go to a hardware store to make weapons. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of feel to like... make or get them. Yeah, that's, that's why. Right. Like, they have to go to a hardware store, but there's like... Maybe there's a strip club next door, and there's all the drunken Santas that were drinking in there, and somehow, like... There's millions of dead strippers. Yeah, like, there's like this scene... So many bloody tits. That would be really funny. That would be really funny. <laughs> but all these drunken Santas are like in there and they pile out and they're like attacking. And like one girl runs out and then like two of them like smash into her and like they're working together. But they make all these weapons are like, OK, now we got to make it to the fucking to the fucking beacon of hope, the fucking radio station and get some fucking help. We got to fucking figure this shit out. And um, maybe they run into somebody in the in the hardware store that's just drunk and passed out. That's a Santa, and they get all scared. They're like, oh, shit, there's a fucking Santa. There's a fucking Santa. There's a fucking Santa. <laughs> Helen, fucking Santa. 
Helen. You know, like, whatever the fuck, you know, and then he's like, and they're about ready to fucking smack him over the head, and he's like, hey, what the fuck? You know, like, it's just some drunk guy passed out in the store. Yeah. In the hardware store, uh, or in the back, or wherever the fuck they find him. And then he kind of tags along, but gets killed, or like, changes outside when they hear the fucking music on the loudspeakers. Yeah, because I'm like, there has to be a constant connection. To right, that's when they figure it out. Yeah, because he's fine outside of the store where there's no music. Ooh, what if there's a bunch of drunk Santas in the strip club? They wouldn't be playing the music in the strip club, but all the drunken Santas come outside for like a smoke or whatever the fuck it is. There's like six or seven of them or ten of them or something like that. Like They all met up at the bar and they start changing when they hear the music and then they, they have their this new guy, he's called Frank. And Frank is like the drunken Santa guy and he's like a piece of shit and they're like, dude, like they figure out he's okay, so they think he's okay, and like there's like the weird anomaly with him. But then when they go outside the front door, he's like, "Yeah, you guys are all right," <laughs> like, yeah. and he starts freaking out. And then they have to beat him down, and then they're like, "Holy shit, dude, that was so close!" And they're like high fiving and shit, and walk around the corner, and that's when you see the Santas, because mm-hmm. you'll see them like in front of the hardware store, and to the left, you'll see the Santas outside smoking, and them changing while this is all happening. And then they walk around the corner, and that's when they see all ten Santas, like, and they see them, and they tilt their head, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Mm-hmm. So they, what are they? get in a car do they fight them or it'd be kind of fun if they fought them a little bit i think they should fight them they should have to maybe they get in a truck and like they find keys to a truck or something like that that could work and all the santas are chasing them and some of them are hanging on the back and they're like fighting them and here you go it's your turn is it my turn so one of the sant like they they fight off a couple of santas they don't necessarily kill them but, like, some of them are really fast, and they, like, hop into the back of, like, one of them gets in the back of the truck, and Candy Cane. Perfect. Perfect. So, Candy Cane. Uh, so, okay, so maybe the kid's, like, sucking on a candy cane, and, like, Ralphie pulls out the candy cane and somehow jabs it. Start stabbing the Santa like over and over again. Yeah, because when you suck on a candy cane, the one end gets like super sharply pointy. Right. So. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. So maybe oh, he well, just stabs it in that. the eye of the Santa as he's like, maybe the Santa's got like a pole from the fucking like some outside thing and he's getting ready, trying to swing it on him and stuff. And then he just stabs him right in the eye. And then the guy just kind of falls off the back of the truck and skids on the ground and rolls. And Charlie's going to be like, my candy cane. Right. Yeah. He's uh, seven, so he's going to cry about it. Right. So they, but they, they go, okay, so now we got to figure this, they're like, whoever's driving, so maybe it's Tom driving oh. and Helen in the front and Becky and Charlie and Ralphie, Ralphie are in the back of the truck. And so they're like, well, how the fuck did you notice that? And then maybe they're having a talk in the front and they open the back window thing to the truck and they're like guys did you notice that our new pal frank changed immediately as soon as he walked outside and they're like yeah i think we need to get to the radio station like immediately because i think there's something up with this fucking backwards playing fucking song like something's up so they figure that out they get to the place they got their weapons and shit you know i think it'd be kind of interesting if like when they show up like Dennis Leary and he's like making out with some girl or banging or whatever and they have no clue what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
maybe it's like this radio tower, like a, like a really tall building where they, they record on the top floor or whatever. So they make it up, they make their way up there and he, they bust in. He's like, Hey, what the fuck? Private fucking party, man. Like what the fuck? I ain't signing autographs today. Like chill the fuck out. And then they like fucking, um, smash the record and they all hug and they think it's like over, you know, they're like, it's over. Like it's, we stopped it. And then, uh, they go outside to like have a victory, some sort of like smoke or whatever. And they're having this conversation about what happened to Dennis Leary, or whatever. And they go into the top of the roof. And when they look over, they see just like hundreds of Santas like surrounding the building. And that's the end of the movie. But we didn't kill Becky. Oh, fuck. You're right. So maybe on the way to the to the radio station. Yeah. They have to get gas or something. But how is she going to listen to the mixtape? Well, that's where she's about to listen to the mixtape. He's like, they, they got to pump the gas. They like figure out how to like turn it on. They don't know how to turn it on because they're like, what the fuck are we yeah. doing? He's like, Can you play this? Just play this. Just put this in real quick. Just put it in. And she's like, you know, I'm really sorry that I never really paid attention to you. And he's like, girl, I made this for you. And he like pops on his iTunes or it's his phone. It's a mix CD, girl. Yeah, he like pops it on and then he puts on the headphones and then like... It's like you hear the music louder than anything else in the movie, right? It's just him rapping and shit and like the beats about to kick in and he's like, "Oh!" And then it's like you see like a like a Santa come out of nowhere in the store and just like attack her like immediately into a shelf like and you see the the iPod get yanked out of his hand or the CD player or whatever the fuck it is out of his hand mm-hmm. and he's just like smiling. And she's smiling when it happens. It's on slow-mo. And then she somehow dies, I guess. Maybe she hits her head on a, her neck on the thing. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like, the shelf could snap her neck at a fast enough moving pace of getting shoved into the shelf. Yeah, but how do we make that funny in a way? I don't know. I just think it would be funny. Because we talked about it, like, something would come out of the blue while she finally listens to the mixtape and they have that moment. So maybe it just chops her head off. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Ooh. Oh, oh, I got it. Okay, so she's got the old school headsets on because he's using a CD player, right? Like, and it means something because it's kind of retro and he made this like mix CD for her, right? And she puts on these old headphones and she's like smiling and they're smiling at each other. And then from behind, you see her get hit from behind with an axe by a Santa. You know what I mean? And it, you see the headphones fall off her ears and then she drops in front of him. And then he's like shocked in horror, like, uh, uh. and then the, the Santa's like, hey, <laughs> how you doing? And he's like pulling the fucking axe out of her head. Ho, and he's ho, like, oh, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. These things gets wedged in there. I swear to God. Hey, where are you going? And then he runs and he's like, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. They drive out of the, the, the truck with the fucking gas pump thing stuck in the thing and it rips off. And then they go to the fucking thing. Is that good? Yeah. And that's when they run into him. He doesn't know what's going on. They smash the record. They all hug. You know, it's kind of solemn and sad. And But then they go to the roof of the thing and they're like, man, what a fucking crazy night. You know what I mean? And they see a bunch of Santas. Do you think that's a good ending? Or? Yeah, I do. Because I feel like maybe they're like their last little realization is maybe we should have played the song the right way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
before we smash the record. <laughs> oh, what if Tom makes that 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 connection? It be He's like, Tom. so Helen smashes you. She's like, you fucking idiot! You fucking raised Santa fucking satanic Santas! You fucking idiot! And he's like, what the fuck are you babbling about, girl? Like you're not even supposed to be in here. And then and then when they see all the Santas, he's like, uh, guys, did did you ever think that maybe we played the record the, forward uh, the, the regular way? Yeah, yeah, that this would have fixed the problem that we have, maybe. And then maybe Helen is like, fuck, fuck you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Tom. She throws him off the roof. Yes, <laughs> Tom needs to die. Yeah, that would be funny. So you know what? Fuck you, Tom. And then she just drop kicks him off the fucking or not. And then and then like kicks him off the roof. Or something right. Like, like she throws him off. But then like and then it's like cool music at the end, like really cool music. And she's just walking towards the door, <laughs> you know, and it's like this like moment like <laughs> like unnecessary like, what's the song they're playing in office space. When, yeah. Like, like smash the computers. What about not that song, the one they're smashing the, the computers to, but yeah. Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster. Perfect. By Ghetto Boys. Same kind of, from the same movie, or something along those lines, at least. Just at the not, very least. Just not a dime motherfucker die Yeah, not the die motherfucker die, die motherfucker steal, fool. I love that song. Uh, But yeah, Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster. And then it just r- rolls credits, you know, like, with like... uh them being surrounded by Santas. What if Dennis Leary, as she's walking, gives her a high five? Perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be funny. That would be funny. I think it'd be kind of fun. Sounds like a fun movie. I'm sure we could flesh it out, guys. Like, you got to understand, we're, we can't write the entire script in 45 minutes. Like, I dare you to try. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dare you to do it. Yeah, like, I think we did a pretty decent job of, fucking hard. <laughs> of adding some, like, character development. We did really good job of, like, you know, making these different pieces add up at the end and, like, camaraderie and all that other shit. So now what do we call... The tagline for the movie. So it's ho ho homicide and Santa's here to slay. No, they have they use that all the time, dude. But I'm okay. being oh, serious. Yeah, there's that one. Yeah, yeah it's got to be something a little bit more unique, you know, like something different, not just like Christmassy. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it can't be like making a list, checking it twice. It's got to be like fuck you, Bing Crosby. <laughs> I think it's funny though. Fuck you, Bing Crosby. <laughs> Fuck you, Bing Crosby. Eat a dick, Bing Crosby. And who would have thunk Bing Crosby was a fucking Satanist? <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Lord. The Holy Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh. My uh, oh my God. I'm oh, dreaming I'm of a something Christmas. Well, isn't there like like maybe we could use one of the lines like from the song "Treetops Glisten." May all your no. days. What is it? Wait, wait. Days are something and bright. May your days be merry, merry and, and bright. Bright. Yeah, that's the lyrics. We had to look it up. Sorry, guys. May all your Christmases. Sorry. Yeah. So maybe it's like may all your. May this night be bloody and. What's the may word? May this night be bloody with fright. Okay. May this night be bloody with fright. Sounds good to me. I like it. I'm done. That's it. It's legit as fuck. Fuck you Rats. guys. <laughs> fuck you, Tom. 
Fuck you, Tom. Yeah, well, we named him Tom. Damn, yeah. it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys think of that? Like I said, man, it's a lot of work doing this shit, man. Like, it's it ain't easy. And if your name's Tom. But it's necessary. Fuck you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys... If you uh, enjoyed this, uh, if you like some of the scenes, let us know what parts you did like or didn't like. Like, we love hearing feedback. I like we do get a lot of people that actually write us and they're like, "Dude, that would be a great movie. I would love to watch that movie." And that fucking just makes me feel like amazing because it's like you know, it never, it probably will never be a movie, but we made it and we have the copyrights on here that prove it that we did it with the date and everything. You motherfuckers, so eat a dick. <laughs> So if anybody tries to bite us off, you'll be talking to my lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but seriously, guys, if, you, if you've if you listened and you liked it, please let us know what you liked or disliked about it, what you might have added or changed to it. It's pretty interesting to see what you guys' opinions of and what parts you like. I always love that. So, But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, guys. Uh, we're going to be back on Thursday for a brand new episode. Saint Nick and... A Cadaver Christmas. Booyah. In your face. So if you want to check those out before Thursday, get on it. Uh, But other than that, guys, thank you guys so much for stopping by. If you haven't already, please check out longlivethevoid.com. If you are on iTunes or any of the applications that you listen to us, thank you for giving us a review there. We really greatly appreciate that. That really goes to help us out a lot more to reach more people and have more fun. So thank you, guys. Fuck you, Tom. But we will see you guys next Thursday, so stick around. Stay weird, monsters. Christmas.